Welcome to Bad Rolls, Worst Decisions, a Dungeons & Dragons live play podcast. I am Bree Smith, the Dungeon Master for the current campaign, Ascension, and each week I am joined virtually by my amazing friends and cast of characters. Aaron Wainwright as the adorable yet completely terrifying gnome sorcerer, Debbie Rivenstone, John Wainwright as the axe-wielding Goliath Barbarian and dog's best friend, Argrath Stone Smasher, Josie Kipe as Seminari, a Kalistar druid who enjoys the open sea, a bright sky, and a fashionable cape. And Amanda Lucas as Nimue, an Asimar ranger with a great sense of humor and a taste for competition. Together, they fight back the darkness that threatens their world, while growing toward their divine destiny. This podcast may contain swearing, violence, and general rowdiness that may not be appropriate for children. Listener discretion is advised. Sometimes fate offers a bad hand And your choices are pretty rough You could do your best with what you've got Or turn and call fate's bluff Bad rolls, worst decisions Sometimes you have to guess and see Bad rolls, worst decisions Good thing we're so lucky Bad rolls, worst decisions No one's died so far Bad rolls, worst decisions We've got a nice low bar Welcome back, Bad Rollers, to another game of Ascension. So last week... You guys went against your own judgment uh, in hopes of discovering the cause of the nightly earthquakes rattling in the mountains. Uh, you are now in the underground tunnels beyond the town of Dorman. As you work your way deeper into the mountains, you've come across a number of large insect-like creatures uh, that you managed to dispatch pretty easily or avoid. Um, however, you nearly tumbled into a large cavern with these little frog-like creatures, um, but you managed with your strength and a little bit of dexterity uh, to make your way safely down, and you are currently standing in a large open cavern facing a number of these small little frog-like creatures, and in the water, uh, in kind of like the underground pool, you've just watched emerge a giant three-eyed frog-like creature with these tentacles slapping on uh, the rocks and pushing itself out of the water. So now, you guys are going to roll for initiative. <coughs> Dice jail for you. <laughs> Ooh, already. Ooh. I forgot how high my initiative was. Ooh. <laughs> That's either good or bad. It is not good. <laughs> oh no! Getting off to a great start here. It's all fine. I got a plan. Uh-huh. Alright, Argrath. Uh, seven. Oof. A dubby. Eighteen. Bam. That is a four. I don't want to go first. <laughs> Fourteen. Sorry, Debbie, you're going first. I don't want to. Debbie, you cause a lot of destruction. It's better if you go first. No. Make them terrified. No. Now I have to think. I didn't think I was going to go first. Is this how far we are away from them? Yes. Whoa. Yikes. All right. Dad, the monster didn't roll better than me. 
Uh, no. Damn it. Um, okay, okay. Let's get some, I need some answers here. So, okay. the cavern that we're in, how big mm-hmm. is it? Uh, it's a bit, uh, as big as the map, so... How tall is it? It's probably about... Um, so you came out of like a recess in the wall, but it still goes up a little bit higher. So you're probably looking at about 20, 25 feet uh, in overall height. Okay. Oh, I'm, just give me one minute while I think of what to do. Okay, so as Duffy, I would want to, you know, but this is just starting. So I don't know. Nobody's hurt anything yet. So probably will hold my action. What action do I hold? Because last time I had to like fireballed a lot of stuff when I didn't want to. <laughs> you do recall that you had a spear poorly thrown at you. Early. That's right. I did have a spear poorly thrown at us. That's right. Yeah. And they and they were like little wieners too. They were like, <laughs> man, they're lame. I could hear them saying that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay. How long does your, does your Copperhead languages take concentration and how long does it last? Good question. Let's find out. It is one hour... It doesn't say concentration okay. anywhere. Perfect. I don't want to go first. <laughs> All right. Um, you can hold your action if you want to. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hold my action. My action is going to be wall of fire. Okay. With us on the safe side, them on the burning side. 60 feet long, 20 feet high, and one foot thick. Yeah. So I'll make like a horseshoe in front of them. I'll make it so it won't burn them, like it's not close enough to burn them. Okay. But I'll trap them. Wall of fire? (laughs) How tall is the wall of fire? 20 feet high. So I'd have to fly to be able to shoot them. You can shoot through it. Oh, I can shoot through it. You just can't see very well. And sorry, are we still... Are we still... Are we in the room or are we... No, you're in the room. So you guys all, yeah. you guys all rappel down. Y'all jump down. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Okay. Cool. So, but the the wall is completely opaque, right? So you can't see through. Yeah, it. that's right. It'd be you can you can put things through it, but you can't. Would it be full cover or three quarters cover? Technically, it wouldn't be cover because it doesn't prevent the arrow from going through. It would just be you'd be at a sight disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Right. So you'd be shooting blind. Oh. So I definitely, I have, because it ignores, my, my bow ignores. It's probably sharpshooter ignoring cover. Yes, there we go. That's what it is. It is sharpshooter ignoring cover. No, that wouldn't count. So yeah, that doesn't help me. Okay, but I'm not doing this yet. I'm holding it. Okay. If, ah, see, I'm going to hold it. Unless that monster thing starts to, like, come at us and attack us. You know what I mean? If it crosses, like, there, that line, I'm going to do it. If I see, okay. if I see like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm going to eat you or something. I'm absolutely putting up a wall of fire. Okay. So, Debbie, you are holding your action. All right, Nimue. Oh, I rolled better than the monsters? That's concerning. <laughs> concerning? That should be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So again, no wall of fire, so you have full visual on everybody. I want to be a little bit closer. I want to move there. No, no, that's not a good idea. Maybe. I don't know. I don't like it when I go (laughs) so early. I know, right? 
I just you need Argrath to just run and gun, and then yeah. you're okay. Yeah. Just cause exactly. some damage. Start making damage for Argrath to exacerbate. Oh, I know what I'm gonna do! I... I'm going to use my bow of seasons, my summer arrow, and summon my lynx. Because we have a lynx mm -hmm. friend. I'm going to shoot it. So I'm going to shoot him. Oh, I need to shoot him away from the fire. But I won't know that the fire is going to... No. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, watch out for the fire. <laughs> 10 feet. Remember, it's 10 feet, everybody. Feet. On the so other it would, side, the other side of the wall, not this would side. get Okay, so yeah, I can I can target these three here, and they're directly in front of me, so it makes sense that I would shoot there, therefore ignoring the fire that I don't know exists. That was really meta. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's so hard, I know, right? <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm I gonna can even, shoot- Because like, that's the thing, is Debbie, you could have yelled, uh, if anything happens, I'll, I'll wall a fire to protect us. That's true. I forgot about things like that, I guess. Like, like communication, communication <laughs> in battle? Us? No, We even read books about it, too. You think we'd be better at it? We just, uh, we looked at the pictures. We did not read the words that said, please communicate to your teammates what you are yeah. about to do, especially if it involves fire and you destruction. Know? So. You know what? Mimwe would probably be like, Dobby's gonna put fire. I'm gonna. Like, she would just I don't know. know. I mean, I mean it is a reasonable assumption to I'm make like, that Dobby's gonna, gonna be sit. fire involved. I don't know where, but it's gonna be there. Possibly electricity. Considering we're Maybe in a wet cavern, dark. I feel like electricity would probably be the best bet. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Okay, so I summon my Nyxborn Lynx. And then for my second, or my other action, I'm going to, I'm going to use Planar Warrior. Uh, that's your turn? Yeah, yes. Okay. And then I think my, my Lynx gets to attacks right after me. Okay. So it's going to pounce on this friend here. Okay. Um, if the Lynx moves 20 feet towards a creature and hits with a claw attack. Does a 17 hit. Oh, yes. 17 plus 5 hit. That is a 20-something or other, but I'm assuming it hits. Okay, so that's that's 5 d damage. Okay. Um, and they need to make a DC 13 strength test check. Fail. Oh, excellent! <laughs> it's been knocked prone! Awesome. And then I can make a bite attack. Okay. 19 to hit. Yep. Oh, yeah, 13! 13 damage. That's the highest it can do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you shoot off your arrow, it hits the ground and it bursts this lynx. And then the lynx leaps forward, grabbing one of the little frog guys, slams it to the ground, and then rips its throat out. Uh, and it's just dead, bleeding on the ground. And you nice. immediately oh. hear squeaks of fear coming from <laughs> the surrounding little dude. I killed it? Oh yeah, straight. Oh cool. <laughs> so you, your lynx is like a bloody maw now, as it's like totally torn out uh, the jugular of this little frog guy. Ah uh, yeah, death to Kermit. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else? 
Nope. So the frog hemoth has has lifted itself completely out of the water and it starts to move forward. How does it look as it's moving forward? Does it look uh, firewall needing? Oh yeah. It... Oh, okay. And it probably would. Ah! Firewall! Firewall! <laughs> yeah, so it just, it starts to like lumber toward you. Uh, it's like tentacles are like... Firewall! Um, firewall! <laughs> bearing its teeth at you. So you, you immediately... <laughs> Your firewall. Uh, so, how much damage? Or it needs to do a deck save, right? Uh, it looks like it's in the area. So, yeah, it makes a dex saving throw on a failed save. The creature takes 5d8 fire damage. So, let's roll 5d8. What if it passes? Half. So as it lumbers forward, you just, this wall of fire bursts from the ground um, and it continues to walk forward and it doesn't really look phased by the firewall. You see a little bit of like like scorch marks, like a little black blackening on the skin, but it doesn't seem to be bothered by it. <laughs> Don't like that. Uh-oh. Don't like that at all. I mean, it was wet. Maybe that's what saved it this time. Mm-hmm. It was wet, and we're gonna dry it off, and then it'll be more susceptible to the wall of fire. Or it'll still be wet, and we electrocute the hell out of it. That is option number two. I say we, but it's only Dovey. Oh I have lightning. Now. Do you? I have a single <gasps> lightning hit. Excellent. Woo-hoo. So it continues past the firewall, and it continues to lumber forward. Oh, good um, God, I'm really close to it. I don't like that. But it uses up both of its entire turn moving toward you. Ugh. And now Argrath gets to do some damage. All right, I got a question for you. Yes. When we first discovered the frog people, uh, W cast Comprehend Languages, but I was working on casting Speak with Animals. Yeah. Did I get time to cast that? Um, I'm actually going to say no, because you guys ha- you guys were... So trying, like everybody was trying to get down, that you wouldn't, you wouldn't have been able to cast it correctly. All right, then I'm going to use one of my first level spell slots because I got those to cast uh, speak with animals. Okay. I'm just gonna. All right, I'll move up to the frog hemoth and I'll go. Hey, are you doing all the rumbling thing? I'm gonna see if your spell works on him. Okay. It does not. Oh Aww. no. <laughs> He is not a beast. Oh. Alright, oh. so he's clearly not responding to me. So now I'm going to start to get angry. Uh, bonus action rage. And I'll just go, I asked you a question! <laughs> and I'll take out my axe. And uh, that'll be action bonus action. Yeah, that'll be everything. Okay. Yeah. So you cast, you cast your spell. And then you talk to it. And it just gives you... It's just like still just like kind of menacingly looking at you without, doesn't look like any comprehension behind its eyes. I miss that and just assume he's rude. Uh, Shadow will stay back. Now we have the little frog guys. Not like this firewall that's in front of them or that this lynx just murdered a bunch of them or one of them anyway, uh, in one shot. Uh, Two of them are going to try and throw their spears at the lynx. 
Uh, what's the Lynx's uh, AC? AC 12. It's fine. Their hands are wet, so probably hard to hold <laughs> on to spears. Uh, so two of them hit your Lynx. <laughs> oh. That's okay, they are now unarmed. So bad. Ooh, sorry, Lynx. Uh, 14, 14 damage. Yeah. Lynx is still good. As two spears kind of lodged in it. It's goodish. <laughs> uh, the rest of them are hanging back because they don't want to. They just want to let their giant monster friend uh, help them. Sam. I'm going to. How much does Sam know about deep sea creatures? You could do a nature check if you want to learn okay. something. Because I'm thinking Sam doesn't have a lot of knowledge about cave creatures, but if she knows about deep sea creatures, they're bad with light because they're always in like the dark. And so that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming. That's the knowledge I'm aiming for. If you want me to do a nature check. That's a seven because I rolled another two, and this dice is also going into dice jam. <laughs> yeah. So you're trying to think about like you know deep sea creatures, but but these are a little. You're like, well, these aren't deep sea creatures because they clearly walk on land. So you're not entirely sure what the rules are. For... I'm confusing myself. Yeah. Um, okay. Because you're like, I don't know if these also can go above ground or like. They don't. They don't have the same, um, like milky like, eyes. Milky eyes or large pupils. They still seem to be pretty, uh, pretty normal. Uh, I mean, four, three-eyed frog creatures. <laughs> yeah. Pretty normal. Okay. Well, <laughs> I did notice that fire didn't seem to phase them much, so I'm gonna cast moonbeam on this giant frog myth tentacle thing. Starbeam. Star Unless you want to start calling it Moonbeam. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cast Moonbeam on this thing. Um, and that is a con save. Does it take damage right away or does it take damage at the start of its turn? Ooh, okay. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. Um, it is also radiant damage, and it will take half as much damage on a successful save. So, do you want me to roll for damage now and then hold it, or? Um, sure. Okay. That is. That's thirty full damage. Okay. Radiant. Uh, anything else for your turn? Uh, I don't particularly like how close this creature got to us, so I might shuffle to the side a little bit. Also, that ever happens if you just put yourself right in the thick of combat. Except the last time I did that, I died, and Shadow died. It was a whole thing. I should not be putting myself in combat. 
bad things happen. No, you got your death out of the way. You're fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. Dovey is sometimes not someone you want to be standing right beside. <laughs> not nothing around me. It happens yeah. a little farther away. I mean, one time I was standing beside you and I got hit with a blast of, like, extra magic, so <laughs> I still true. remember that. That's I'm trying true. to avoid that as well. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... I guess... As a bonus action, can I draw my sword? Yeah, yeah. And just hold it? Okay. Yeah. That's all I got. So you cast Moonbeam and it just lights up this cavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and you it's like a nice spotlight on this rock hemoth. Um, and then you move back uh, <laughs> to a safe distance. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, not from the creature, but from Tuffy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm multitasking, it's both. Rolling away from both of them. So, speaking of, it's Tuffy's turn. Uh... Okay, I'm gonna move up so that I can move up to there. And I'm going to cast a Witch Bolt on the Frog Hemoth at 5th level. Wow, okay. So hopefully that will help. Um, okay, and I have to roll the hit with this one. God! 12! I know! I rolled two! I rolled a two! Aww. I had like plus ten. I'm like, I should be fine. I can't right, believe I missed Mway. that. Uh-oh. Okay, so. Nimway is going to move that way. And then I'm going to cast Lightning Arrow. And on the next ranged hit, um, I can do 4d8 lightning damage. Um, there is a save, and you take half as much on, um, on a failure. The only thing is it also hits creatures within 10 feet. So, Argrath is gonna, <laughs> gonna get hit. This is normal for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just Argrath's, like, kickstart heart warning that battle's really <laughs> ramping up now. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a regular attack because I don't want to use my sharpshooter for it. But okay. I rolled an 18. So yeah, 18 plus 14 to hit. <laughs> so now I'm going to hit with lightning arrow. So instead okay. of an arrow, it's a bolt of lightning. Okay. And it is a dex 14 to save. For both of you. I made it with a 16. Excellent. Did the frog hemoth make it? You'll find out. Okay. <laughs> that is 16 lightning damage. Oh wait, no. That's just for the um for the the frog hemoth. The hit or miss each creature within 10 feet takes 2d8. So Argrath only has to worry about 2d8, but you got it anyways, so you get would get half damage on 2d8 so you get one damage okay that's so yeah then... it's really confusing well it's because it's 
So the main damage is 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 the monster, and then it like arcs off and hits yeah. other people, but it's not quite as powerful. That's only two d8. Oh. Yeah, and okay. so you so rolled a, be, you rolled a two. I rolled the I rolled a two. I rolled one on each d8. Okay. Oh, Argar only so, one. Then I then I Argar save to take one, and one then I'm damage. raging for half damage. Yeah. Rounded so down. Around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're all good here. You get like a little tickle. <laughs> Like, Whew. <laughs> Look out, guys! He's he, he's a tickler. <laughs> Doesn't even he realize. have all the tentacles. Doesn't yeah. even realize Nimue shot at. Him. <laughs> so so this is like not a real arrow. This is a spell, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. next ranged hit. Oh, okay, okay, I see. So you cast it on your arrow, and then and then shot. yeah. So you cast your spell, and you take your shot, and it. Um, it hits, and then this crackling energy goes over it, and it manages to kind of like move its body a little bit that it kind of arcs off of it, um, and then the rest kind of dissipates, um, and it doesn't, again, it doesn't seem phased by it. Alrighty. I don't like that spell. I'm not gonna use it again. I'm just gonna attack with my second attack on the bow. This time with Sharpshooter. Oh! I do not hit. What did you roll? Did you roll a two? Because that's a theme. <laughs> I got a five. And you um, rolled a five, or that was your total? No, I rolled a five, and then okay, sharpshooter so is uh, so fourteen. That hits. Oh, that does hit. There you go. Yay! Yeah, sharpshooter. Okay, which means not a boost. <laughs> There's that one, and then let's use that one. Oh. 21. 21 damage? Yeah. Nice. So you you fire off the second arrow. You don't you're not confident about it, but it hits true. And it you can see it digs quite deep. Uh, and you see one of the eye stalks kind of like like look down, uh, and the like there's a little bit of a scrunchy face uh, of pain, <laughs> but there's no real um it's more just like what happened, kind of. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, is there anything else you could do? Nope, because I use already used my spell, my bonus action. So that's it. That's all. Oh right, I forgot my cat, my lynx. I mean, yeah. so it's gonna try pouncing this thing. Yay. It's gonna be real funny because it's the size of a lynx, and it's trying to knock over a frog hemoth. But it's gonna try. So it's exactly uh, 40 feet for the claw attack. Okay. 20! Like a nat 20 or a dirty nat 20? Nat 20! Nice! <laughs> nice job! Uh, so that is 7 damage. Does The Lynx doesn't get the bonus, does it? It's just... What do you mean? The critical bonus? Of course it does. Oh, okay. So, so that's 14? No, <laughs> seven, nine, to do the damage, okay. and then you have to succeed a stra- thirteen strength. <laughs> I feel like the frog hemoth is gonna make it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. Okay, so that's that's all it does because it needs to actually knock them over to get the bonus attack. It would have been really awesome if it had done it. That would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, this little lynx like pounces on it, knocks it over. <laughs> Just happened to be like stepping, so it fell over. Very confused right now. All right. Also, question before yeah. our grass turn. Um, Moonbeam Moonbeam <laughs> makes a five foot radius, and it's whatever is in that radius of light that gets hit with ghostly flames. Yeah. Would the froggy myth be too big for Argrath to also get hit yes. with the flame? Okay. Absolutely. Oh, thank yeah. God, because Argrath that means my link. So <laughs> my like, basically, also does not take the beam. Damage. The beam comes down on like its little eye stalks, and then it just like s- it spreads and absorbs all of yeah. it because yeah, it's so huge. Because it's, it's huge. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a monstrosity. Yeah, that's what I figured. I just wanted to double check. So, you're all good. If cool. you beam it right in the center, it's all good. Uh, and on its turn, uh, the it, the flames come up of the moonbeam, <laughs> and uh, you see it. Is it? It's radiant damage, right? Yeah, yes. radiant damage. Yeah. So you see it engulfed, and it makes like this low guttural kind of growling scream coming out of its mouth as it takes that damage. <laughs> Hurt quite badly, but still. But on the on the outside, it still looks pretty okay. Uh, So on its turn, it is doesn't like this large person in front of it. Yeah, get uh, that hitting it, (laughs) (laughs) and it is going to attack you. Did it even notice the links at all? I don't think it did. No, the lynx did not do a lot of damage this time. All I've done is try to talk to this thing. That makes it angry. It doesn't <laughs> like being talked to. Well, like then I started yelling at it. <laughs> it's going to bite at you. Uh, I'm pretty sure 29 hits. Just a bit. <laughs> Just a bit. Sounds like a lot of dice. No reason to be concerned. <laughs> so you take 18 damage. Okay. So he he basically opens up his mouth large and he engulfs you Whoa. in his mouth. And he chomps down and then he swallows you and you are now in its belly. Oh no! Okay. You are now you blinded att- and restrained. Oh no. Oh god, what? If we attack it, it's not gonna hit him, right? I don't see how no. that's different than your other usual attacks. I mean, if you yeah. you are technically now under full cover. Yay! <laughs> hey, cool. Would moonbeam hurt Argrath? Because it's not the moonbeam's not shining on him. Like the light from moonbeam wouldn't be touching Argrath because he's currently being eaten. So would moonbeam no. moonbeam wouldn't hurt him? Okay, time to shoot get, this thing. He's, he's, there's all the innards in the way. Now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Um, good. so that's all it can do on its turn. It doesn't seem to have the, like, it's it's moving a little bit slower than it was before, uh, the lightning arrow. Um, so unfortunately, that's all it can do on its turn. I thought you were gonna say it's moving a little bit slower because it's full of our grass. <laughs> it's lethargic now. It's like, not time. 
Uh, but now it's Argrath's turn, so you are restrained, uh, so you take disadvantage on attack. Fine, whatever. He's getting hit with an axe. I try to be nice. This is ridiculous. And I will make an attack. Do we hear Argrath, like, complaining from inside the frog? <laughs> Muffled. Uh, disadvantage is going to mess me up here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, 15 to hit. That hits. So you manage to like get your axe out of like the the acidic like goop, and you're just like you manage to swing and hit. I almost feel like I From... just position it and then just kick it till it like hits something. <laughs> From the outside, would this look kind of like you just we see a sword imprint all of a sudden against <laughs> its side and then disappear again? Uh, probably not. Aww. Depends on how much. How much force? Yeah. You really just have to saw. You just have to. <laughs> uh, Bree, can I just give you all the damage, or you need total damage separated? No, nope, I just saw all at once. Okay, cool. I will do math then. <laughs> One twenty-seven. Uh, thirty. Uh, so you hit it, um, and as you you the you slice the inside of its gullet. Um, you hear uh, like almost like a and you are now being thrown up <laughs> onto the ground. Um, okay. Does he get an attack of opportunity while he gets thrown up? I <laughs> get a you are, attack. You are technically, well, I'll give you, you can do your second attack and then you'll be regurgitated. Sure. Okay. Well, hold on. If I get regurgitated, and then use, let's say, half my movement to stand up from being regurgitated, would yeah. I then get to attack without disadvantage? Yeah. I'd like to do that, please. <laughs> yeah. So you hit it, he regurgitates, and you are now prone. Okay. So yeah, I'll spend half my movement to stand up, uh, make up any distance depending on how yeah. far he projectile vomited me. You would have vomited there, so you would have just walked up the, the extra. Okay. Yeah. And uh, let's go Great Weapon Master on this one. Ooh, okay, that's an 18 on the dice. Uh, total of 23. Yeah. And now we make him suffer for eating me. Uh, okay, that is 37. Okay. Alright, so this is what everybody else sees. <laughs> so you watch Argrath getting swallowed whole by this creature. And you're all panicking just a little bit, because that's unsettling. <laughs> and then immediately you see part of an axe kind of burst through the belly, not all the way cutting it, not all the way through, but just a little bit. And it starts to like kind of gush blood out of this belly wound. And then Argrath comes immediately out of this giant maw and like this slimy, acidic, gross smelling bile comes out with him. Um, and then he immediately stands up and goes and he slices him again, cutting that wound even more. The creature is still up, but it's definitely like you can pretty much start to see a lot of the in insides uh, because of this. So he is, it is not doing very well at this point. Uh, and our graph is very disgusting. <laughs> it got in my mouth. <laughs> Why? 
All right. And then on the other creature's turns, unhappy with what they're seeing, um, two of them are going to try and hit the lynx again. They still have their spears. Those bastards. And you said the lynx was 14? No, it is 12. Oh, okay. So once again, the lynx gets hit by two spears for nine damage. So two more come into the So lynx. like just nine damage? Not just nine damage. Nine. Okay. Still okay. So you hear a bit of a screech from the lynx in pain, but it's still, still doing all right. It's not happy. It is not happy. It's not dead. Uh, Sam. Okay. I'm gonna... Um, for my bonus action, I'm gonna make sure that Moonbeam is still centered. Nope, that is an action. Is it still on yeah. the creature? Okay. Yeah, I'm move. gonna leave. It couldn't move. Yeah, just yeah. busy vomiting up our grass and yeah. stuff. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm gonna head over towards the lake. Ooh, actually, I'm going to walk 30 feet and then Misty step the other 30 feet, because that's a bonus action and doesn't require concentration. And then for my actual action, nice. how big is the lake? About 40 feet by 40 feet. How many gallons of water are in the lake? Um, well, you know that it's it's probably got an underground source, so you're, it would be a lot. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to drain the lake of 50 gallons of water. Okay. Which also doesn't require concentration, so the moonbeam is still up. Because the frog monster's went into the lake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I was paying attention. Sorry, you said how much? 50 gallons. 50 gallons? Yeah. They can't hide from me. Where's the water going? <laughs> it just disappears. Apparently I can just, like, destroy it. Wow. You right? Into yeah. The air. yeah. That's cool. What happens to creatures if they're in that water that she doesn't that's what we're about to find. Hopefully. So you you reach uh, basically in like use your magic and you reach into the water and you make you basically make it disappear and it doesn't even look like it does any Dude. makes any difference. It's seven gallons per square foot. Ooh. Yeah, so it doesn't even Ooh. make us like like it might have gone down a margin, but not enough because <laughs> it's too big. I tried. That would have been good. Right? Oh, well. Might mean we have to go cave diving. My favorite activity. Uh, Nimue says, absolutely not. <laughs> so, so, Josie, because I would think that Nimue, or Sam would be aware of how little 50 gallons is, um, I will let, if you want to do something else, I will give that to you. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's anything else I can do. Can you do anything to the two outside? Oh, yes. Probably. Yes, please kill them. They're hurting my links. Do I have something that does not have concentration? 
Guiding Bolt. I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolt because <laughs> that does not require concentration. Um, I'm gonna cast Guiding Bolt on maybe the furthest, the monster that's furthest away. That's gonna be... Nat 20! Yes! Oh. 16, 17, 18 damage with Guiding Bolt, which is also Radiant Damage, yes. Okay. So you fire off a Guiding Bolt, and it whizzes past the first uh, one in front of you, and it hits the second one behind you. Um, and it hits, and it kind of, like, it absorbs it, and then, like, a frog in a microwave. <laughs> it's <starts laughs> fill with light, and it bursts. Uh, and it's just this, like, guts and blood hitting its friend in front of him. Uh, it is very, very much dead. Squishy. Yeah. It's so gross, too. Its friend just gets, like, yeah. sprayed with frog guts. At least you did it behind him. He didn't have to watch it happen. If you'd hit the guy in front, he'd have to watch his friend explode and then get hit in the face with guts. You're a good person. <laughs> it's true. I'm a very good person. I definitely did that intentionally. 100%. Yes. Can you do anything else? No, that's everything that's I can everything. do. Right. Yeah. Uh, back to Dovey. Uh, I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt again at 5th level. Okay. Nat 20! I'm yes! Nat 20! Nice! I have to use my stupid thing I forgot Killing to Killing it today. Thing. Yes. Wait, so are you rolling 10? 10 d12s because you crit? Oh my god, I am! <laughs> and that's the damage you gotta keep doing every time? Yes! I'm gonna use sorcery points if I don't roll high, I'm telling you. Uh, 25. And I'm gonna use one sorcery point to reroll this deck, because I just want it. 25, 35, 36. 36. Is that the full damage, or have you doubled it yet? No. <laughs> so, 36. I gotta do math now. 12. 72. 60, 72, yes. Okay. 72! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Dubby's terrifying. Can we take all of this energy and aim it in the vicinity of Azar and see if we can hit him with the rest of these attacks? So you fire off uh, this lightning bolt and it catches the creature and, and you can see the just the, the crackling of uh, the lightning kind of moving through its body. Uh, and it's, again, that guttural growl comes out of it um, uh, and eventually it dissipates and it's it's starting to like slump more. Um, the, you can smell the stench of like burning flesh 
uh, and it is barely hanging on at this point. Aw, yeah. Anything else you can do? Okay. Let's see if Nimue can finish it off. Let's find out. I'm going to I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark on it. Okay. And then for my action plus sharpshooter. Uh <laughs> 19 to hit. That's 19 plus 9, so I'm assuming it hits. Okay, excellent. That's what I like to see. And then why did I ever give you that bow? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. How do you want to do? Yay! I, I want to aim for like you know where Argrath like ripped open its stomach. I want to aim in there to get it inside. Okay. You take that. You see that opening, and it's like as it, this thing's kind of moving. It's kind of like flapping open, uh, and you use that sharpshooter. Um, like dead eye bullseye effect and you kind of go through and it just you know we follow we use the camera shot where we see like the arrow spinning and you see it going through the little flaps of flesh in right into the heart and then it collapses to the ground and it dies yes nice (laughs) you see the last beat like boom boom (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you then, have another turn, don't you? You should give you do, you technically have oh, a second, second shot. Oh, and they're still within range! <laughs> yes! Covered I'm... in their friend's guts. Okay, so sharpshooter. Dirty 20 to hit. Okay. Yeah. 20. So once again, you knock back another arrow and you fire it. And again, we follow that arrow as it goes through the air, singing. And then it hits the frog right in the eye and it goes through right to the back of his head and it drops to the ground. That's what you get for attacking my lynx, which survived this battle this time. <laughs> we might be the bad guys in the frog people legends that pop up <laughs> yeah. over the years. Yeah, Only that's if there's it. survivors to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh. Uh, is that in your turn? <laughs> that ends my turn. All right, so then it's Argrath. So unfortunately, Argrath, you did not get the kill shot on the big fro- Frokimith. All right. Well, obviously, I'll kick it. <laughs> I, if I move up my forty feet, I'm. I think I'm within sixty feet of some of the monsters left. All right, I'm going to throw my enchanted axe at them. They are under cover. It won't matter with that one anyways. Because that is a one. Ooh. Oh. So you Uh, toss your axe and it goes winging through the air and it lodges into the rock. Uh, I'll do the motion to bring it back and I'll just yell out, That's a warning! And (laughs) that'll be my turn. How Shadow's just been like hanging out. Yeah. Shadow's good. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow, probably... Shadow had a brief existential crisis when it saw its owner get eaten, but then it's he true. came back and now he's okay. It was probably very much like, I want in there. I... 
I'm good. <laughs> you know what? He told me. He always tells me to stay back. I'm, I'm going to listen to him. Stay. <laughs> so the last two uh, dive into the water and disappear. Uh, so you are now out of combat. Wow. That was scary. Uh, Do we want to follow them? No. I don't think so. I think Our without their big monster, they're pretty harmless. Argrath is immediately going into the water. <laughs> but it comes out run... like right away of the, trying to wash off like oh. frog bile and oh, yeah. Else. yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you yeah. are. You're gross. Yeah. Nimway's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my head above the water. <laughs> you even managed to avoid the... avoid acid damage. That's great. How did you avoid the when acid the, damage? Um... You got vomited up before you take oh. it. <laughs> is there a, like, is the, did we come in their their home, or is their home under the water? Um, you look around, and even though it's not on the map, but you find like a like a little fire in the corner. You <laughs> see like a couple bedrolls and stuff. Uh, so they're clearly camping here, but you're not entirely sure if this was just like a stop off. A stop off or what was happening? Is there if anything we, else? If we look around, like, do we see any more tunnels to go over for us? The cavern. Uh, yeah, so here. yeah, so there are. Um, once again, there's tunnels, um, kind of leading in different directions. Some smaller, uh, for ones that you guys would fit in. Um, there's about four, uh, and even knowing the way you came in, because again, you were kind of coming in. Uh, I think it was to like the northwestish, southwestish. I can't remember, but you can tell that there are some going in the direction that you want. So you have choice of of two tunnels uh, heading in the approximate direction that you guys want. When the frog thing was moving, was it moving like? Basically, did its movement constitute rumbling that would have been similar no. to the? Okay, so it wasn't the frog no. thing. So, do you guys think we should take a rest for a bit? Like, what time of day-ish is this now? You guys are heading into uh, what you're thinking is later later evening now. You're feeling pretty, you're actually probably feeling pretty fatigued from crawling crawling through stuff. And again, like, like you may not be beat up, but you definitely have exerted a lot of energy getting through the, getting through the tunnels. If I go to the lake and if i cast uh frostbite on it will that freeze the top of it if i did it a few times yeah probably i want to do that so that we can like have a break and not have okay. to worry about frogs popping out of there <laughs> what do you guys think i like that okay go they, for a short rest do, like, very like, yeah. <laughs> ice yeah, the, wa it. the water is also just naturally cool, so your frost, so it does like um, help your frostbite kind of freeze that over. But it will okay. take a few times just to get a, a good layer going. Go around and Elsa the fuck out of that lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after also our breath gets out, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of frostbite, um, because Walter can be damaged by cold. So, I didn't get a chance to say this during the battle because Dovey whipped up some ridiculous amount of firepower. 
Um, but we could also try using cold attacks against any more amphibious frog things. Yes, I have a single cold attack. Yeah. But it's like a one-time use. Because yeah. cold will slow down Walter and he's all water, so... My, my axe does cold damage every time I hit something. Do you guys not, not all have that? Do not no. make it <laughs> you, got, you guys should get magical axes. I think your axe is probably just going to cause damage by itself. It does. I don't think anyone's like, ooh, that was chilly after they get sliced in half. A little too dead to care. <laughs> I'll go to the frog's camp or whatever, and I'm going to use my fire spell stuff and make a little campfire. Can I go through the dead frogs and see if they have anything on them? Yeah, um, you don't see anything really of value. They're each wearing hide armor. You have five spears. I don't need oh. those. Does the frog hemoth have teeth? Yes. I want to take a frog hemoth <laughs> tooth. Because I've been taking teeth from everything we've killed, so. Just one tooth? Just the one tooth. I don't Just need any more. Okay. Just tie it into your hair again? Tie it into my hair again. That sounds really gross, the frog penis tooth. <laughs> Especially because yeah. you don't like clean that, it or yeah. anything. It's just instantly in your hair. No, I cleaned it first. <laughs> okay, okay, that's good. I'm, that's good. I'm not that bad. So you do a little monstrosity dentistry. Yeah. <laughs> pull the tooth out, you go and you kind of scrape off the remainder of like the gum and stuff. You slip in the barf that's everywhere? I do not. <laughs> Great. I am delicate. You wash off the little bit of our grass that was on there? <laughs> so, we're we're having a... We're resting here? Mm-hmm. Possibly? Yes. Probably good, yeah. Alright, this thing's probably got some meat in it somewhere or something, right? And I'll just slash into the frog hemoth. Uh, we have some, because I, I just looked at my thing and we still have some edible mushrooms and some hallucinogenic mushrooms. And Do some, we also uh, still have crab meat? Yeah. The cra- crab the, meat. I was going to say, we still have some of that um, cave fisher. Or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and we're also going to have frog hemoth. Frog's legs. Frog legs, yeah. Oh, start Tastes of the legs, like start cutting those Tastes, off. Tastes like chicken. That's right. Um, can I also, during the short rest, uh, grind up some of the flowers and stuff I've been collecting for the potion? Because I'm keeping track of that. I will bring that back to the lady. She trusted us. She just might not get it for like a year. But it will come back to her. She will get her potions back. I think we should actually spend the night here. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Don't the earthquakes start in the night too? They only happen mm-hmm. at night, so yeah. You've already you've already had a couple. Yeah. There. But maybe we could see if anything else happens now that we're deep in the cave. We could take shifts, but I think we should sleep too as well. I'm yeah. pretty tired. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah, watch, you're like, second you're watch. Your like arms are sore from the climbing. Yeah, Your backs I slid. are a little bit sore from like crouching. Mm-hmm. Well, at least our grass is. <laughs> our grass is also sore from that time when we all fell on top of him and he had to yeah. us all from falling to our deaths. 
That yeah. time I got eaten. Remember that time you got eaten? <laughs> Which time? <laughs> if that's the case, I can take first shift because I spent half of the day as a badger, so I don't have too many aches. I can, we can split it. I can um, stay up with you, Sam, since I didn't take any damage for this one either. Maybe Argrath needs a nice nap. Yeah. Alrighty, so Nimue will take second watch with Argrath. Okay. Alright. That sounds good. I'll, uh, are we going to sleep right now, or are we eating this these frog legs? Oh, we're definitely yeah, having eat. some dinner first. Yeah. Oh yeah. We don't miss dinner here. And use I'm the not spears? sure I want to eat the frog hemoth, though. I mean, Nimue might. Can't yeah. waste it. <laughs> Bree mentioned acid, but none of us but would like no stomach, stomach acid. acid. Stomach acid. Yeah. Okay. I have purify food and drink, so I can make it not poisonous to us in case Excellent. it is poisonous. You know what we could do is like take the spears and uh, skewers. And make like a kebab, yeah, and we cook it on top. <laughs> it's like a giant kebab. <laughs> Yeah, a giant kebab with these like frog legs on them and a big giant cave fisher meat thing. Pick it up. And okay, some please. edible mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not the hallucinogenic mushrooms <laughs> tonight. Maybe we can like have a red like rotate it on other some other spears and like really yeah. <laughs> create like a little makeshift uh spit spit. spit. Yeah. 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 The kind you always see people attached to when they're in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get Argrath to do a survival and if anybody wants to assist him I can uh, try deciding how good you guys cook up all the time. Assist you. Right, you're you're assisting so I get advantage? Yeah. Thank goodness. You were all about to food poison. Oh you're still gonna be pretty sick. Uh that's an eleven. Okay. I rolled a so twenty four if that helped. No, uh, it just gives him advantage. Oh, okay. damn it. Maybe I can tell that the food will poison us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you purify it, so you purify it. Oh, yeah, purify I purify it. It's just yeah, get so, so I just wanted to know, like, how well, like, like how how well he does. So, again, it's, it's a new type of meat, so you're trying to grill it, but you're not sure, like, how, like, can you eat it a little bit raw, but you, you, you're like, well, maybe not. So you cook it very thoroughly, so it's a little bit tougher than you would expect. We cook it like a chicken leg, and you really yeah. shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, we are sa like better safe than sorry. This is foreign meat to you, so yeah. so it's not the best Argrath meal, but it's all right. And I forget too how much lightning damage probably internally cooked this thing before yeah, it even reached right. the fire. Yeah, right. Yeah. Plus, you know, you did just get eaten, kind of. You're a little shook up about it, maybe. <laughs> you eat me, I eat you. <laughs> There's a little too much spite in the cooking. <laughs> Who's eating who now? <laughs> so as you guys are eating, you know, you're having a... I don't know if not a relaxing evening, but like you're having an evening and you start to hear again the the sounds of like rocks clicking against each other and you can start to see the ground kind of rumble and it gets stronger and stronger and eventually 
the cavern is rumbling and rocks are falling down again. And I'm going to get everybody to make a deck save. Twenty-one. Fifteen. Twenty-one. So I guess it's a little more intense the closer we get. Seventeen plus seven. Yeah, you're fine. Thank you. Yeah. So you, because you get that little bit of forewarning where the you get the small tremors leading up to the big tremor, you all kind of immediately look up um, and you see a couple of rocks falling uh, into your into your area, but you all manage to dodge out of the way as they kind of land. Uh, one of them hits your your fire. Um, so some sparks kind of fly out, but that's that's the most that happens. Um, a few hit the dead bodies <laughs> of the creatures, um, but luckily they don't feel a thing. So <laughs> you manage to avoid that. Um, but it is a little bit stronger than it has been previously. So you're guessing that whatever the source is, you are definitely heading in the correct direction. Should we maybe do a little, like, uh, direction assessing with your sword, Nimue, just so we have an idea of maybe, if anything's going to come out, what direction and what tunnels it might come out of? Sounds like a plan. I am going to pull out the Wayfinder and say, point me north. So it does its little spin on the ground. Um, and again, um... It hits, it points northwardly, and there are two tunnels that are heading pretty much due west. Uh, there are one, one, it looks like it goes deeper underground, um, and then one looks like it might actually go back up, upwards. I'm going to take a stick from the fire and put it in front of each of the tunnels and see what happens to the smoke. The one going down, you put it in front of it, nothing really happens, but you go to the one that's going up and it starts to vacuum up into uh, that area. Okay. I say we go that way. I bet you it's coming from further in the earth. <laughs> With our luck. Oh, that is a that's, very valid point. That's fine. We're, we'll just fight it and kill it. And then we'll be heroes. Yeah. Do we... And we have a, a notion that there's an exit from this cavern, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, everyone. No. How are we going to sleep with rocks falling on our heads and stuff? Do you think helmets. we should um, go, go into the tunnel? One of the we tunnels do have helmets. Head? Except our grass. Technically. That's true. Sleep we do. with helmet on head. It's <laughs> not very helpful for, like, laying down. Um... Okay. Can we build a shelter out of rock? I don't know if that will help. I can! I can do something! I can do... Wait a minute. What is this spell? What is this spell? Stone shape! I can make us have a roof. Okay! Yeah! I never get to use this spell. This is... I can... Um... Touch a section of stone that's five feet in any dimension and form it into any shape that suits our purpose. So I can have it like mostly come out above us and then maybe sort of to the side if we all like, I guess two of us will be sleeping at a time. So that should be enough. Like a lean to. Yeah. That's awesome. That is a really useful spell for a lot of things actually. Yeah. Right, like, we I can use hop- that more often. <laughs> well, so I can also make a small passage through a wall as long as it's less than like five feet thick. Wow. And I can shape a stone door or its frame to seal the door shut. So we really should use this more often. We really should. Yeah, that's awesome. 
<laughs> since you are surrounded by rocks. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a great time to use this spell. It's perfect, yeah. though. I'm gonna use okay. it. So you, so you create like a little, little shelter. You almost use like a bit of the the natural terrain, and you find some of the stalagmites in the corner. Uh, then you add more for like the roof and stuff, so you have a really good enclosure. And I don't need to concentrate, so once it's done, it's done. It is permanently oh, a little shelter. Yeah. Imagine like I'm sleeping in it, and then you use concentration, and it goes. Wakey wakey. Yeah. 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 All right. Is there anything you guys are doing before your sleep? I will cast augury, but it, they can go to sleep if they want while I'm casting augury. <laughs> So you cast Augury, and the star map seems pretty still. Um, you're not really getting anything too bad. It's you get a little bit of the sense of again the like the the indigenous creatures. That's really about it. Um, okay. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, really. No jump scares this time. Mm -mm. So who's on first watch? Me and Sam. Yeah. Okay. So, Argrath and Nimue, uh, you squeeze into the little the little shelter. Um, Argrath, your feet hang out. Um, <laughs> but you manage to get in there. And Sam and W hang out. Do you keep the fire going? Mm-hmm. So yes. there is some light. I collect space. some charcoal pencils. That are really just <laughs> sticks of charcoal burned. Sounds good. So the what you're guessing uh, is the rest of the night goes by pretty uneventfully. There's a few more quakes in the ground that come through, and you uh, the rocks do uh, kind of clamor, but they're not as strong, um, so it's not as bad. They almost feel like an aftershock or something, um, but they're much smaller. Uh, for the rest for your watch however just before you're about to uh, change watches Sam you start to hear uh, quite the same chittering as like the centipedes with all the all the hundreds of legs but you do hear something similar like you're not entirely sure of the direction right now but you do know that something is probably on its way into your area, because uh, the sound is getting closer. I tell Dovey immediately, but whispered, kind of. They kind of like, Dovey, listen, can you hear it? Does it sound loud? Can I hear it? With while well, you listen, uh, yeah. So you kind of hear it. So again, it's almost like a, like a little chittering, like a little, but it also has a bit of like a slithering sound as well like you can you can hear something rubbing against like the side of a tunnel um, it doesn't sound it doesn't have the same number of feet as the oh, centipedes as you okay. caught in the last one Lindworm. rock snake <laughs> okay do you think we should put fires in the mouths of all the caves ooh that might be a good idea. So, like, just for the night. Yeah. 
Hopefully that will like deter any dark dwelling creatures. Should we wake up Argrath and Nimue? Cause they can help us put fires up and then they'll know. That's a good idea. Okay, we're gonna wake them up. Yeah, they won't just wake up to a cave full of fire. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Toby! Right. What's up? There's sounds, bug sounds, ah. cave bug sounds. Alright. So we're but no bugs through. yet. Oh, so we're not killing cave bugs. We're getting ready to kill cave bugs. Yes. And putting fires in the entrances so that maybe they'll stay away. Okay. Argrath then lays back down. <laughs> no, you have to help. Kick Argrath a little Wake bit. Up. Yeah, I kick him a little bit. Argrath, it's our turn to rest. You have to help us. Wake up or I'll draw a mustache on you. I would look great with a mustache. That's it no will be a cowardly mustache. I it will be one of those brave mustaches. <laughs> Sam has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> I glare at Sam, but do not want a cowardly mustache, so I'll go to one of the tunnels and I'll do produce flame and shoot it down the, the tunnel. What are you doing? We're just making a little fire, fire at the start of the, the mouth of the tunnel. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Argrath trudges back to where they where he was, grabs some wood, brings it to the mouth of the tunnel, throws it down, and shoots flame at it. <laughs> As like the only person that can't use magic other than Sam to make a, a fire, Nimue's over in the corner with her flint and steel. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> uh, so as you guys are going to the different tunnels, Sam, once again, you hear the sound of the of the feet, the little chittering of the feet. But now it sounds like they're in the cavern. Uh, are they invisible? Do we have to deal with invisible cave bugs? I tell did, everybody else. Did anybody look up? <laughs> Maybe we are now. <laughs> Maybe we don't need to look up. Maybe so, we can just not look up for the rest of our lives ever. <laughs> Looking up. Our short lives. I'll look up. Okay. So Nimue's yeah. like, have we thought about looking up? And Argrath like looks up <laughs> and you see four um worm like creatures with like little little legs kinda hanging uh off the ceiling and they're heading down toward the pool and it looks like they're going down toward where the the bodies of the of the bullywogs are. Oh. Maybe we can just let them eat the frogs. Let's see what happens. And if they start coming at us, then we will not let them eat us, obviously. But, <laughs> I mean, they could take the bodies away. That's fine, right? Yeah, we we already ate our fill. Also, is the lake still frozen? Yes. Yeah, we'll just watch. Yeah. But like, you watch? Apparently watch. And keep glancing <laughs> up every now and then. And as they crawl down, you notice that they are large. So you're guessing that these might be the creatures that actually make a lot of these tunnels. Because right. um, everything else you've seen so far are, are quite a bit smaller. So it, so it comes out and kind of like crawls down and it goes and it grabs. Um, you see one kind of grab one of the bodies and start like chewing on it. 
and you see again you see another one kind of slide down and go toward another one and start to chew on it the third one comes down and they're all grabbing uh the smaller bodies and then the final one starts to head toward the remain whatever is remaining of the frog hemen and they're just like chewing on these bodies that's so creepy so argrath see if you can talk to them all right Argrath is just going to sit on the floor and start doing his sketching to cast uh, Speak with Animals. So it, if you look at him, he's actually just drawing what he thinks is a picture of those things. <laughs> and then a picture of Argrath speaking to the things. Yeah. But he spends 10 minutes on it. And then he's like, hey, are, are you going to try to eat us after? You don't get any response. Uh, everything in this cave is rude. <laughs> Turn to Shadow. Like, you still talk to me, right? He's like, of course! Good thing. I'm glad you have manners. Do you, what do you think? Just, should we kill them? Pretty creepy. Creepy. Okay, like creepy avoid Shadow doesn't or like creepy destroy? What do you think? Eat. Can we eat it? You would you say know, that. With, an, with enough fire, <laughs> you can pretty much eat anything. So, yeah, it's <laughs> not a bad idea. Uh, Shadow says, they're jerks, they're not answering me, and we should eat them. I don't... If we I don't want to eat them, they could yeah, all start attacking eat it. us. And yeah. They're not attacking just... us or anything yet, right? Not yet. They're they're, they're all eating. focusing on their, their yeah. food. The ones on the on the smaller frog frogmen are almost done. Uh, the one on the frog hemoth is, is getting its fill. Also, right. if they fill up Maybe they'll be like, you know, when you eat too much food and you're kind of like lethargic. Lethargic. Yeah, maybe they'll do that. So if they try to attack us when they're full, they won't be very good at attacking us. And they might be like, it's not worth it if we start like fighting back. You know, yeah. I'm full. Do I need to? This thing is hurting me. I probably don't need to fight it. When these Can things... I look up and see if they came in through the ceiling? Because they're the ones that made the the tunnels. Is that how they got in? Uh, you do see you do see um, up near the top. You do see some some larger tunnels um, coming in, and you're guessing that's probably where they came from. Do we still have access to the two tunnels that go west? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should just go. Yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> What do you guys, yeah, think we should just go? Well, yeah. you guys haven't had a chance to sleep yet. We might yeah, have we'll... a better chance in a tunnel without ceiling holes. But what if we get trapped in the tunnel? Like, what if they start coming from the back and then others start coming from the front and then we really have to fight them? We only have to deal with two then. It's... Yeah, that's true. Just, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? It's, time's a-wasting. Yeah, I say we start, making, we start making our way to those two tunnels. That's my vote. All right. We can do that. Okay. Or we can Are we get going, into the, going into the down tunnel? That's what everyone wanted to do? I suspect that's where we'll find... I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> but it doesn't seem I like the that's... smartest of choices, but there's when no... has that ever stopped us? There's no evidence that the thing that's doing it isn't up higher or lower. We just know it's west. Yeah. And there's no out from my How smoke How about stick. this? 
We'll do like, we'll go into the down tunnel. Maybe we'll find a nice place to like sit so we can get our rest. And then we'll only go for a couple hours. And if we don't find anything, we can turn right back around and go to the up tunnel. Okay. Sounds good. I think we should get Argreth to do some sketches to point us in the direction we've gone so we know where we've been. Carve into the tunnels. Okay. Do my shadow mark. (laughs) Uh, Go by the the creature. (laughs) (laughs) So as you guys as you guys kind of get up and start to move toward the tunnel, the the three that were eating the smaller frog creatures, they kind of look up at you and and they start crawling in your direction. No, nuh-uh, nuh-uh, don't do that. Do they seem phased at all by talking to them? Uh, <laughs> Ar- Argrath, do your burning hand. Yeah, yeah, I'll do a produce flame and shoot it towards them. Right, you hear a squeal. Uh, coming from them, and they back up uh, away from you. They do not like fire. Excellent, stupid bugs. Yeah, they kind of like they kind of like rear up too, and they kind of start to skitter back away, and um, you start to see them go back up the wall. Oh, we're safe now. We don't have to go anywhere. There's still one eating the frogemoth. Oh, I don't think <laughs> that one can be deterred. I guess we're. Safe, but like, I guess you guys are going to be watching. Should we stay here, Sam, and get some rest if they watch for us with fires burning? Or should we go into the tunnel? I can surround you in fire. I mean, I don't know if that's entirely reassuring, but maybe we can just stay here. Might be better for us to get rest before we go into an unknown tunnel. Yeah, we'll have people guarding us, so it should be okay. Argrath yeah. is loud enough to wake us up for sure. Nimue is also good at waking us up, so... Yeah, I'm pretty loud. Yeah. Both of them shouting together in unison in a cavern where it echoes. We will wake up if we need to. Okay, let's get some sleep with some creepy creatures chewing all around us. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, draw up my uh, cape so it's like a hood <laughs> over my... So nothing crawls into my hair or anything, and also so I have like a sound buffer a little bit from the chewing, chewing. noises. Nimue is going to get like her bow and arrow ready, so that if it does suddenly start coming at us, she'll be able to to stop it. Hopefully. <laughs> so you know what? I'm gonna cast minor illusion very quietly. That's music. Just not too loud, <laughs> but just close enough, like between Sam and I, so that yeah. we don't hear all the chewing. <laughs> just quiet. As you are sitting there, just like trying not to pay attention to what's happening, um, you see the other three crawl out of the cave again, but they head toward the the fourth with the Rocky myth, um, and you see them grabbing the, the like the bits of the carcass and starting to pull them with them and take them up. Uh, back into the tunnels, and they disappear. All four of them go? All four of them go. Oh, good. You shot fire at them. They're not <laughs> smart, they're wise. <laughs> <laughs> fire bad! Yeah. Right. So, the rest of the evening goes by. You actually don't get any more quakes, so you're guessing you're probably either day has already happened, or 
Um, it's it's becoming morning. You can't tell. Um, but with the quietness of the cave, you managed to get a uh, you know really nice, uneventful rest. You guys are all uh, all uh, long rested, but it's still dark and dank in this cave. I wake up and I'm like, dark still. Oh yeah. All Nimue right, will so. use her light cantrip on a rock and give it to Sam. Sam just holds this rock <laughs> at her face. But not just any rock. I find a cool looking rock. Excellent. You're like, this one kind of looks like Amaranth. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's the eyes and the nose and the mouth. <laughs> Sam's just like, it has light. It is emitting light. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I will treasure this rock forever. I guess we're going in the tunnel, hey? Are you going down or are you going up? Down. 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 Also, we should probably um, try enchanting the necklace again. Ooh, yeah. Yep, let's do that. Also, I need to say that I just saw Bree's face when we sit down, and she had a little weenie smile on her face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did know. nothing. Nothing of the sort. I don't know. That's why yeah. I don't play bluffing games. Instant oh. regret. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This is not going to be good. This is going to be really bad. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break while we give a shout out to our sponsors. If you like D&D, then you probably also like dice. The cast of BRWD definitely does. Luckily, Adventure Dice has everything you need to satisfy your inner goblin, from dice to trays to stickers and more. Or you can be like me and subscribe to receive a new set of dice in your mailbox every month. Head to adventuredice.ca right now and use coupon code BADROLLERS10 to receive 10% off your order. Roll for adventure! As a DM, it can be difficult to constantly be thinking of names, places, and items for your game. That's why I love D10 Dimensions and their library of random roll tables. Whether I need ideas for magical drinks or things my players can find in a forest, they've got me covered. The best part? They not only have roll tables for fantasy games, but also cyberpunk, western, and roaring 20s. So no matter what kind of game you run, they've got something for you. Head to drivethroughrpg.com and search D10 Dimensions, that's D10 Dimensions, and purchase a roll table for only $1. Trust me, the time these tables save is worth a lot more than that. Shameless self-promotion time! We now have a Patreon, and would love for you to join our community. By supporting the show, you will gain access to our Patreon-exclusive Discord channel, monthly wallpapers created by myself and Josie, personal shoutouts, and more. For our champion tier, we will be posting ad-free episodes, and it will be the only place to hear our one-shots. Join today by visiting patreon.com brwd. And now, back to our game. So you you take the necklace. Uh, are you... I can't remember if you were still wearing it or... Yeah, I'm still wearing yeah. it. Um, so you, you touch it, um, and it's just like, is Maker... Uh, Nimue doing something with me? We're gonna try and chant you again. Ooh, is it gonna tickle again? Yes. That was fun. I'm glad. Okay, I'm ready. 
Okay, so we get started. So you you take it off uh, and you dunk it into the bin of water again? Yeah, the bin of uh, holy water. Oh yeah, we do need holy water. Because I was going to say we could use the lake water, but that's not holy, <laughs> so... You've got a bucket. Yeah. Because we can't use Walter's bowl either. Because <laughs> no, then you just get a Walter. <laughs> Although, Holy Walter! Do we think we're gonna need a Walter? Because I could summon him now for going down the tunnel, and also his bowl will be full of water to enchant the necklace with. We've got a bucket. Let's just use the bucket. <laughs> we can summon Walter when we need him. Yeah. So Debbie pulls out a bucket, and Sam, you go over and you cast great water on it. Uh, and you put the the necklace in, and you, uh, who I guess Nimue, you're holding it at first, mm-hmm. and it's just like, ooh, cold. <laughs> then I think Dovey has to electrocute it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Dovey, you go over, and you start to cast lightning. Lightning bolt? Honestly, yeah. we probably should have used Witch's Bolt, because ca- apparently that's bitching. <laughs> If you roll a nat 20, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you start to cast lightning bolts on it, and the rest of you kind of grab a hold of it and start channeling again your divinity. And the same thing happens where the energy of the lightning kind of like crackles around the metal um, and then gets absorbed along with, with uh, your guys' energy. So the um, the water kind of shell, the cold mixes with, with the ice um, of Argrath and the, the radiance of, of Nimue and it creates that like protective shell and then absorbs into, into the necklace and then you see that nice radiant glow um, as the magic takes and then eventually it starts to dim down again. So you know that it works but it's still needs more time excellent and we did we also have did we make a, a an ankle ankle monitor i can't remember yeah. okay yeah because yeah, so that one's then, hunter's mark channeling yeah all right and so then i will also do that one yeah so same thing but this time nimue you take it and you you put hunter's mark into the anklet um but you don't hear a Ooh, tickle <laughs> at the end of that one <laughs> <laughs> good, good. That's that's that one is what I not like to hear. <laughs> Yeah, so you guys successfully cast uh the second day of your enchantment. Now let's mosey. So you go into the circling into the tunnel that starts to head down. And luckily this this slope isn't actually um very steep, so you guys uh, keep a nice fitting. It is a little bit tighter, um, so you guys have to hunch a little bit more um, or crawl on, on all fours except for <laughs> Debbie. <laughs> You're doing pretty well. Um, and as you start going down, who's in the lead? Uh, Not me. Argrath would be in the, the lead. Okay. I'll just be keeping like flame in my hand. Didn't and... we give you a necklace with a rock that I can enchant to put light on to? Yeah, but oh, yeah. you gave uh, Samba. No, she no I just rock. got a random rock, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is the one we... Didn't somebody make it into a necklace? Yeah. It would need to be like, it would need your spell on it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, I would enchant the rock on it again. Mm-hmm. So you have the little 
a little beam of light on your necklace. Because you'd been, you would have to crawl on your hands and knees to get through. So having the one hand up would make it very difficult. Anyway, um, so you kind of start to crawl through, and there's a point where you put your hand down um, as you're walking through, and you lift it up, and you see web, um, like a nope. sticky web, come nope. off of it. Son um, of a bee. No, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm doing great. Hey, there's a thing there. There's the Sam's thing actually where? doing fine. So Argus is probably I'm taking not. up most of the. Yeah. Space. So he's in the front. So you're basically yeah. just you're each just staring at each other's butts. At yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is Argus wearing again? Uh, leather wrappings. <laughs> right. Who's behind Argus? Oh man. Oh, shadow. You should cast that light thing on his crown so it's like a headlamp. I think we picked the necklace because that way he could hide it with his hand if he had to. Yeah, instead of the whole crown. What are you seeing? Argraph, what are you seeing? What's happening? There's like a a string thing and like, you know, something coming down from the string thing. What? You like know, the, like that Fisher thing. Yeah, kind of like that. That was delicious. We could kill another one of those. Can I? Can I do a perception check to see if I'm smart enough to recognize this could be something different? <laughs> do do nature actually. Oh, this is going to be really good. Uh, that's a dirty twenty. Nice. Uh, you did take a level in, in druid, so. <laughs> I've. Um, it was the 19 rolled, which really <laughs> helped. Too, yeah. Um, so you kind of like, you kind of like turn a little bit and like put the, put your hand or whatever you grabbed in the light. Um, and you immediately know that it's spider web, not the Fisher, Fisher line. Oh, sorry. I was wrong. It's not the Fisher delicious thing. It's a, it's a spider. Like a, okay. like a little spider. It, yeah, right now it, you just see the web. Like you're just you your hand just kind of like, like fell into like a little web that was kind of sitting on the side of the, like a little tunnel cobweb. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I don't know. Put my hand into it. Could be little. Well, there's probably spiders. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's not a big deal. Just one little cobweb. Yeah. Right? Plus, they probably also up. hate fire. So. Mm-hmm. Well, a little cobweb isn't a big deal. Do you want me to burn the cobweb? No. no, no. Only if we so. see a big spider, mm-hmm. then you start shooting some flames off. Continue onward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fine. We're safe forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you continue forward, and as you continue a little bit further, um, you come across a couple more cobwebs. Like they're kind of like crisscrossing across the tunnel. Across the tunnel. Yeah, like it doesn't fill it up, but it's just like, like think about it. Like when you have a circle, there's just like right at the bottom, there's like so a couple crisscross. Right. So you can still see forward, but there's just a couple more. This is Josie's nightmare. One, it has claustrophobia in it. Two, it has spiders in an yep. enclosed space. Yep. Sam's mostly fine. Sam yep. doesn't have an issue with spiders, but I do, and <laughs> I know that we're about to die. You guys are pretty fireproof, right? No. No. Okay. So. I'm thinking, because I'm tired of walking through cob, crawling through cobwebs, I'm just going to burn these. 
I mean, I can get ready to dose us with water if we need to. Oh, Perfect. God. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's a good idea. There's not a lot of air in here. It'll get really smoky. Ooh, good point. Fine. Next time you get it covered in cobwebs and I'll keep walking through. <laughs> Argrath, okay, don't so you- No, it's your axe that has cold. Because I don't think bugs like the cold either. Mm. Maybe W should go first and frostbite <laughs> everything. I, I don't think I can get around Argrath. No, we did not plan this. Is it like tight? Like, can he turn around? No. Okay, I would like to stop right now. <laughs> just, just suggest that this is dangerous. Argrath can't turn around. How do we get out? We go it's backwards. So tight. We're gonna have to go backwards. Go backwards. I don't know if this is. If something happens, Argrath is gonna get really hurt. I can't go around him. What do we do? I but, mean, you guys. Can you guys turn around? I can turn into anything small. I'll be fine. You guys can shift around. Like you guys could could potentially like like three point turn around. Like you'd have to definitely like get a little twisty to get your body around. Yeah. Um, but because of Argrath's size, he you you are almost like your shoulders are almost oh. touching the edge of the, uh, edge of the wall. No. If it's spider web, I can turn into a spider and see if I can sense any vibrations. On like if I turn into a spider and I'm crawling on the webs that have been put down, I might be able to spider sense any vibrations coming up on the webs. It's not really the little spider webs that I'm worried about. It's anything. Anything could happen. Also, Argus could get stuck. Like yeah. I think remember we decided we were gonna go down <laughs> this tunnel, and if it got too dangerous, we were gonna back up. We were we. You can move rock, right? Could you make a little area where our grass can oh, around? I probably could. It depends on if we... It depends on if the walls of the rock are less than five feet. I, well, you wouldn't be able to create a hole through it, but you can definitely yeah. like shape a, like a Do little Do an divot. indent? Okay. Yeah, like a little yeah. alcove. Also, yeah. this tunnel had no draft, which means there's no end. Or there's, there's no out. There's no egress. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's back up and go. I think we should go with the other tunnel. Uh, I am feeling like as Dovey, I am as Aaron. I'm freaking out a little bit. Imagining <laughs> Dovey behind Argrath's bus. He can't turn around. <laughs> it's getting tighter and tighter. We're going downhill. That <laughs> just seems really, really bad. Oh yeah, it just yeah. seems kind of dumb on our part. Yeah. Oh yeah. As much as I want to know, I know. Yeah. As there. Josie, I want to see what horrifying spider monster is down there that Sam has to deal with. But... I know, but I'm like. But you know, yeah. If I was really there, if I imagined myself there, I'm like, no, we shouldn't do this. this is yeah. No. No, I think Nimue would be like, yeah, I'm done. Let's go. Do we want Argrath in the back, though? Because he will not be able to turn around if something comes at him. Like, if we turn around to go the other way of the tunnel, mm. we might want Argrath in the front so nothing comes at him from behind and he then can't turn around and defend himself. So you want him to... You're going to make a hole in the rock, basically, like a dip, so that yeah. we can all, like, figure out... So you... he can turn around and then maybe reverse and we can go into the dip and then he can scooch so... past us. 
and then we'll have somebody in the back. Same order, just opposite way. And then maybe Dovey can be in the back because if something comes at you, you have the most ability to quickly turn around and just fire something at it. That's true. I can move around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Do I want even a medium spider in this space? Probably not. You know, like, probably Argreth doesn't want a face full of spider. (laughs) Argreth? Well, Any thoughts on a face full of spider? <laughs> is it a tasty spider? We're going to go with no. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just assume all spiders taste disgusting. Mm-hmm. Poisonous. I don't yeah. actually know what spider tastes like. It's I don't one of want the few things know. I've never tried and I will never try. I just I feel like they I don't would... have a lot of protein on them. Probably tarantulas, don't they? They open them up. Get, tarantulas would have the most like spider meat on them. They don't really have meat though. They or, have like yeah, a whatever bug viscous guts. liquid. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so gross. Anyway, let's leave now. Let's go. I don't let's like go this the other time. I don't think spiders are causing the earthquakes, for one yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I doubt the spiders are causing anything. Also, they wouldn't want to be in a place where there's a lot of vibrations, because yeah. then they wouldn't tell what's in their yeah. webs. So they probably want the vibrations to stop as well, because that's yeah. disruptive for them. So they're probably trying to go away from it. So we should what? go the opposite direction of the spiders. Also, I what the it. hell are they eating down here? I don't want to know. Us. We need to go. <laughs> Whatever silly things crawl into their spaces. Probably. Peas. Stupid adventurers. <laughs> Stupid adventurers. Demigods on the way to godhood. <laughs> All right. You, Sam, you go up to the wall and you create like a little alcove. Um, so it's still a little tight for our grass to kind of get into it, but you manage to squeeze yourself uh, into this little alcove as um, the rest of you kind of like go past him a little bit and give him the space to once again lead. But now you are facing upwards uh, back toward uh, the, the cave entrance. So you guys easily make your way back up um, through the tunnel and you're back out into the large the large cavern again. Alrighty, Whew. let's let's try tunnel number I two. I physically feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do we want to seal this tunnel up? Because I can do one more stone shape. I think we I should know. save your stone shape. Yeah. We don't need it that just in badly. case. And also, yeah. put a little fire, little bonfire right at the edge of that tunnel. Well, the, the Tear things them that live down there live down there naturally. I don't think we should punish them for doing what they're going to do. I don't think we should be their food either, but I don't think they're <laughs> going to chase us. Okay. If, it's, if we go into their home, that's on us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We go in the up tunnel. Okay. We go in the um, up tunnel. More spider webs. <laughs> it's a bunch Something of Something worse. Uh, yeah. So you guys head up through, uh, kind of get up into the the tunnel going upwards, um, and you start to crawl through. And this tunnel is about the same size. So again, you you're mostly kind of either kind of crouched um, or on your hands or your knees, whichever you want to do. Dovey, you're you're like, you're not standing fully tall, but you're just like a little bent. Uh, you're not too bad. There's actually a fair amount of headspace. 
Um, uh, but you crawl up uh, without any incidents. So, to prevent having you guys having to go through cavern after cavern after cavern for like the next 10 games, you start to make your way through the different tunnels and caverns through the day. Um, you do come across the occasional, you know, little centipede kind of running down the tunnels, but for the most part, you're able to avoid them, whether through the use of fire, if you want to cast spells or shoot arrows at them, whatever you guys um, would do. Uh, Hook them with a sword. Hook them with a sword, yeah. But any any kind of like creatures that you encounter, they're they're mostly they become very afraid of you, uh, and once you kind of show some sort of a menace, they all disappear into the cavern. So you manage to, to get through the tunnels um, uh, pretty uneventfully. Um, there's a couple points where, you know, like the sound of the chittering feet and stuff probably give you a little bit of the heebie-jeebies, but you continue forward. Now, before moving you, continuing to move forward, are, are you just planning to stay underground? I don't know. It depends on what we see. Yeah. So at this point, you're just you're just going you're going through different tunnels and different caverns, popping out, figuring out which way is west, and continuing. So it depends on how deep you want to get before changing your mind, <laughs> or are you too far gone now? Is this all been one day, or how many yeah. days? So, so so far, you've traveled for about. Um, probably like a full 24 hours now. You've probably been traveling. And we did the, the necklace thing again. How's the rumbling as we're moving? So during the day as you're going through, it's it's quiet. There's no sounds. But um, the first when you first start hearing the rumbling, that, that clues you that the sun has gone down. Uh, that at least the warrior sun has gone down. So you start to hear the rumblings. And now that you guys are even closer... Um, the rocks um, are falling more uh, frequently and the, and the quakes are getting a lot stronger. But we're definitely getting closer. Yes. Do we know when the... Um, it's the weekday? Like the signifier of the end of the week sun? That sun died. <laughs> that sun died. That's the dead sun. Okay. okay. That's I the couldn't sun remember if it was no the year-long sun or the dead or the week sun. Yeah. So you only have the <laughs> daily sun now and the yearly sun. So yeah, yeah the week sun doesn't Gone exist forever. I think what we're doing is just going west to see if we can find out what's creating that yeah. rumbling, right? So <laughs> if it's um, getting more. We're, we're going in the right direction. Yeah, we're yeah, getting closer we need to, to go it. deeper for that to happen. Like we're just going west, and as long as it keeps getting stronger, we know we're going in the right direction. So we might pop out the other yeah. side of the mountain. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Argrath, I'm gonna get you to do a. Hmm. This just be a straight wisdom. That's a nine. Oh. You're trying to figure out where approximately you might be according to like the, the top of the mountain. You're trying to see if you could figure out like approximately where you might be um, from what you know of the, the actual topography of the mountain. But um, because you have gone up and down and like turns too many times, you are 
you are unsure. Um, you think that if you've been traveling for about 24 hours, you're about where your original tribe would, like your, when you left, that's about approximately where your tribe was because it took you about 24 hours to get down to Dorman. But um, whether or not you're like west or east or south of that, you're not entirely sure. But you know that you are significant, like a pretty significant uh, depth into uh, into the mountain. We are really far into the mountain. We're not far from my, well, one of the places my tribe camps. What do you want to do? Should we keep going? Should we turn around and go back? Well, I guess, what happens to uh, Mjolnir and the horses if we don't go back? We'll have to eventually go back. Yeah. They like, probably will be fed by the dwarves. Yeah. We'd have to, like, even if we come out on the other side, we could travel up on top of the ground because I would like to never do this again. <laughs> we also, like, we do have to solve the issue of what's plaguing your tribe, Argrath. Mm-hmm. And if we're closer this way than going all the way back and going on foot, that might be the best thing to do. So we keep going, pop on the let's, other side. Let's keep going. So uh, you eventually, like you go through and eventually you find a couple little caverns where you manage to have like a safe uh, camp. Um, so you continue to go through and I'm just gonna get you guys to do a general deck save just to see how you're doing with the rock fall. <laughs> Nine. Two. Ooh. Nope. Four. Sorry. Oh. I rolled a two. Thirteen. Oh no. We're all getting hit by rocks. <laughs> We're gonna get twenty two. Oh, okay. uh, so as as you guys continue, you Dovey and Sam, you do get hit a couple times, so you end up taking thirteen uh bludgeoning damage. Oh. Um okay. rude. Uh but you continue forward. Later into the evening, you start to hear that rumbling again and again. You get the like the clicking of the rocks as, as the ground starts to vibrate. And then you feel like a really large roll of, of an earthquake. And the rocks start coming down. And you see a giant stalactite up at the top. Crack, crack, fall. And it blocks the tunnel you just came that we just came through? Yeah. So we can't go back? Cannot go back at this point. Oh, uh, man. So I was just going to say, maybe going towards earthquakes was a bad idea <laughs> underground. Underground. <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. Too late now. Remember how we said we should absolutely not go underground? Because we were going to get trapped there. Yeah. And then she was the one who's like, well, let's just go. <laughs> no. We it used up like all so of our bad. spurts on walking away from the spiders, uh, and we didn't have any room for smarts thinking about quake <laughs> underground. How thick is the stalactite? It's probably about 10, 10, like a ten foot by ten foot kind of block right in front of the. Too thick. Too thick. Too thick. Can we do anything to blow that up? If we wanted to. We would probably need to get a distance away. 
If you wanted to spend like 5,000 years, I could slowly chip away <laughs> at it with water. Argrath, how much can you lift? I was just <laughs> thinking that as I was, as I was stretching. Mm -hmm. I know so, I saw that and I'm like, he's planning on trying to pull it up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you did it twice, if you had that twice, Sam, could you do it? You uh, make that a is, hole I think, up to hole? the DM's discretion. I can if push, I cast it twice. Yeah. I can push Drager lift up to 2,160 pounds. Okay. So are you gonna, you're gonna try that for sure? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you see this, like, it kind of like falls and it kind of dig, it kind of like drills itself a little bit into the ground and it's right in front of the cavern. But Argrath, you go up to it and you just, you brace yourself and you use that might of the mountain <laughs> to push it. And it, slowly starts to kind of bend and bend and bend and then it pops out of the ground and it falls. So it's still in front wow. of the cavern, but you can kind of like crawl over top of it to get back in. So you, your way is not blocked. Somebody is overly strong. <laughs> that's great, because I started to get worried as, you know, it started to go. I was like, wait, what happens if this rolls down the mountain? That could have been really bad for someone. <laughs> Damn it, I should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Then it's Indiana Jones running away from the ball. The town of Dormant is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you're just in an isolated cavern. It's fine, yeah. it's flat. Okay. Do you guys remember when I was like, we'll go into the tunnels until it gets too dangerous and then we'll go back? Well, I got hit in the head with a rock. And it, I'm bleeding and Sam also got hit, and I think the closer we get to this thing, the danger, more dangerous it's going to be. So I think we need to discuss it. Do we keep going? Till we find what it is? Will we live to find it is another question. We could go out and go around. We could do that, which probably would be safer. But what do you guys think? I feel like we've gone so far. I know, I know. I feel the same way, but... If we get crushed by one, that thing could have killed one of us. Hmm. All right, well, let's let's go above ground. We'll find it then. So we go back for two days, out in Dormant 2, back out Dormant, and then go around. And how many days was it from Dormant to, to Argrath's people? We don't know because we don't know where they are. Right. Yeah, I think they move around. <laughs> that just seems like so many days. <laughs> I know. But then we could get the horses and go faster as well. We do have all these great horses. That's <laughs> true. That we just kind of left. Uh, yeah. Anybody who wants to do a nature roll can do a nature roll. I would okay. like to do a nature roll. I would like to do a nature roll. Ooh. We also Actually, have to put roll. that necklace on Isaac. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. That's a 21. Nature. I could do a nature roll. Why not? <laughs> it's not very good. Nineteen. Yeah, eleven. <laughs> so the three nature people. <laughs> so everybody but Debbie. Um, as Debbie's talking about this, you know that Mjolnir would be really good in the mountains, but the the two war horses would actually do pretty poorly. Um, they are not built for climbing. Oh. If you had a draft horse or, or something like a small lither horse, it would have been okay, but the two war horses are not good uh, for climbing. Did they have anything like that in the... No. 
Or not that you recall. Can I inspect the walls of the cavern that we're currently in? Mm-hmm. Um, just to see if there's like like how you know how the closer you get to I guess the air, the different uh vegetation would be in a cave. Right. I wanna see if there's any vegetation that would be closer to Give us any indication of if we're close to, like, breaking through the mountain, basically. You... Or water running down, or whatever. Um, in the current cavern, you do start noticing mushrooms again. There is no, like, there's no pooling water, but there is a little bit of humidity in here, and when you were going deeper, you were seeing them less and less, and so you are yep. starting to see them again. So you're guessing that... And you have been actually going through the tunnels, you've been doing more upward directional ones, uh, inclines versus the decline. So you you know that you're starting to either you're closer to the surface or you're, you're like, you're definitely not as deep as you had been. How about this? We can go for a half day more and then maybe revise. And then if we want to turn around, that's only a half day more's worth of walking. I like that. What we could do is, uh, well, (laughs) we need to be somewhere where there's nothing gonna, that's gonna fall on us. So I don't know if there's like a safe place we can go, but we don't know when night is coming until that it starts. So it's tricky, but it's (laughs) night now, right? Because there's rocks falling on us. Would Sam have her spell slots back? Would she be able to do more? Stone shaping? Stone, yeah, that one. You've used one. I've used one. You used, yeah, for Argrath. So, yeah. yeah. That was that. That's all you've used. That's the only spell you've used so far is the one for Argrath. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess we're so close. If we can, if we can find, like, maybe, remember, we're in, we might be in the Kingdom of Stag, right? And they might yeah. be mining towards us. And if we can find their tunnels, it'd be safer to travel in. They'd be supported. Miners support their tunnels, right? Yeah. Druidcraft can't predict earthquakes. It's just weather, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Especially if they're man-made earthquakes. We don't even know what's making them. Yeah. I can cast Auguries again. Because Augury gives us warning of incoming danger. I do not have a spell that keeps track of time. <laughs> I also have a lot of healing spells if we do get hit by rocks. That's true. That's true. I have a spell that can save me if like something big is coming at me. So maybe I'll just be really alert. Mm-hmm. At the ready with gaseous form. So if something's gonna right. follow me, I can turn into a gas. I, I can shoot fire at the rocks. <laughs> then we have I can shoot a bow and arrow. Us. Yeah. All right. Should we push on then? Should I cast Augury? Yeah, it's. Yeah. It, should we rest though? I mean, it's nighttime. Should we have a rest or what do you want to do? Let me cast Augury and let's see if we can afford to rest. Okay. Good plan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I cast so Augury. Yeah. So again, the star map is pretty still. Um, You get a sense, the same sense of just like natural. Woe, so again, like the creatures or whatever, but nothing like a song, strong sense of danger, nothing immediate. 
Um, it's it's still pretty pretty calm, just like cautious, but you're cool. I don't think imminent doom is upon us just yet. Alrighty, so should nap. be good to keep going forward <laughs> or nap. Is there um, a natural outcropping of rocks that looks solid that we think would block any rocks falling on us? Maybe. Uh, you can find like a little, like a little, um, almost like sh- like horseshoe semicircle of like stalagmites. Um, you would probably need Sam to create like a roof or something if you wanted to do that. Or you could get Argrath to carry a rock and make a roof out of it, whichever you want. Mine's at least like embedded into the wall. So if things start shaking, it's not going to shift off and fall. Yeah. Give me a second. I want to try to jam a rock into the wall. <laughs> I want to watch I mean, our grass. We could try, try jam jamming rock. the rock and then just sort of sealing it. Yeah. Teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see if our grass can cause his own earthquake in the wall. I assume this is like a strength check? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be uh, 19 for pure strength check, or if you want to make it athletics. It would be um, 23. Yeah. So you pick up a stone, like this slab of stone, and you go and you just slam it into the wall, and it just, it creates like a tongue and guru joint. Uh, so the rock <laughs> is jutting out of it uh, over top of these stalagmites. It's pretty, pretty strong in there. I think we're good. Okay. <sighs> Who wants to rest first? Uh, I'm alright. I, I rested first last night. I can stay up. Alrighty. Let's do that. Let's swap. I'm gonna make a little fire. Not under the thing, but like in front of it. Is it Sam and W again? First watch? Uh, no, uh, Argrath and Nimue. Oh, sorry, Argrath and Nimue. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, because Argrath and Sam are not allowed to take watch together. Yes, yes. Which is um, too bad. Yeah, so really Argrath and, and Nimue, you're, you let the other two go uh, and rest. Um, and you, uh, you're you kind of just hanging out and taking watch. Um, the sleep gets a little bit interrupted um, as another wave kind of rolls through and you hear the rocks kind of clanking down on top of your little uh, stone shelter. You do get, again, a few more... Uh, little rock falls, uh, nothing too severe. Again, you guys, like, it, it rolls through, and, and Dovey and Sam, you wake up, but once it kind of goes through, you, like, fall back asleep again. Um, so you still get your rest. Uh, so that happens about three times during that watch, but eventually you guys switch. Um, and for the your guys' watch, you get a couple more uh, rolling quakes, but they're a lot... Um, they're not as strong. Um and eventually they stop, and that kind of is your indicator that uh, the night is over. And you do see from the quakes, like you see more little rock piles on the ground and stuff like that, but everything still seems to be uh, okay. Yeah, so you guys uh, get up. Uh, I'm guessing you guys crunch on some crunch on some food, uh, and you start heading um, further uh, into, the, into the caves. Yes. And Again, you start crawling through, you use Nimue's uh, sword to kind of keep you directionally. And 
what's nice is that most of the day you are heading up, upwards, upwards, um, and about midday you hit a cavern that's actually quite large and the moment that you kind of like come out of the tunnel you immediately breathe this fresh uh crisp uh air in this cavern and you look up and you can actually see sunbeam coming down through yes! the top of the we did it we did it cavern. we did nothing <laughs> we have no idea what caused that rumbling <laughs> But we made it to the other side of the mountain. We did do that. And now we can solve our grass village issue. That's true. <laughs> Maybe, is there any... Okay. We see Can sunbeams. I fly up and peek out and see what's around the sunbeams? Yeah, see yeah. if you can see anything that's causing the rumblings, fly. too. <laughs> yeah, so you, so you don the cape and you bring out the wings that are similar to your natural angel wings and you head up. Um, and this cavern is quite tall, um, so it takes you a little bit to, to get up, but you pop you pop out um, and you're immediately hit with cold mountain air. The air is a little thinner up here. You kind of you cough a little bit as you kind of get that first breath um, and you are faced with this beautiful vista. Um, of like the stone rocky but then you can kind of see further out to the to the edge of where the mountain falls and you can see the the lands of Amari and like the grasslands and you can even see like a little hint of the water on the horizon uh, and it's just this beautiful sight as you take in for the first time in your life the breadth of your world because you are literally on top of it right now Wow, that actually sounds really pretty. Do I and the sun again is like yeah. beaming. It's like this. You the even just feeling amaranth's warmth on you again is just refreshing. Just like, oh god, yes, I don't want to go back to the cave. <laughs> Do I see any villages or people? No, you don't. No, right now you just see kind of like a mountain covering uh, the stone of the rock. Can Where? I move out a little further and see what's down? like down the mountain yeah okay so you kind of just like you kind of do like a little aerial bypass and it's it's mostly empty you actually see evidence of um some avalanches that have probably occurred so there's areas that may not naturally be um snow packed but are snow packed so even give me a perception check 19 all right um, so as again, you're flying, you're getting a lay of the land, you notice that there's like almost like a natural, like a natural um, path, like almost like little stair. Uh, you're not sure if they're man-made or if they're naturally occurring, almost like little staircases um, in, into the side of the mountain. But then there's like a, a what looks like snow from an avalanche is kind of covering a good chunk of it. So uh, whatever path used to be there is now gone um, because it's covered in snow. So basically oh, we're, we're trapped in the mountain. Do I see any way to get the well, you others can, out? You can, you can still, you could, if you manage to get to the top, you could still walk across the top of the avalanche, but it would, it would basically be walking through snow. There's no, there's no pathway or anything like that. So you would be, um, you would actually be fine because you, 
Yeah, it you would have, be our graph your... would have to walk through yeah. snow. Favored the rest terrain. of us would be okay. Yeah, but yes, but it would be difficult terrain for everybody else to walk through the snow. Yeah. Not everyone. Well, not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And there's no other exits that I can see that I can get them out of, just that one. Yeah, so again there's just those the little the little crags in the in the mountain that lead down into the tunnel. So there's not like the, the the there's like a couple cracks that go down, um, but they're enough to have everybody go up. But it's probably about thirty feet up. Alrighty, so I'm gonna head back down and tell them what I saw. I can fly out. I can turn into something and fly out. Thirty feet up, I can. I can. We toss can. Toss <laughs> no, thank you. We can bring a rope up, me and Nimue, oh. and see if we can attach it to something. You know, I know you guys. I am short. I cannot walk through deep snow. But can you float over top of it? <laughs> no. No, I can. Yeah, only... you can. Don't you have a spell? Yeah, don't you have a hovering? How it works is I cast a spell, and then I can control some wind, which just kind of like picks me up for a moment, and can take me like 10 feet-ish, approximately, and then it puts me down. So it's not like I can, you know, fly around or anything like Nimue. I mean, Argrath could always give you a piggyback. Yeah, I'll just put you on my shoulder. You'll be fine. Um, yeah. There's something else I'm worried about. It's uh, these earthquakes that are happening. If we're outside, are we going to get buried in snow? Well, me and Nimue yeah. can be fine. <laughs> <laughs> if Argrath can avoid getting avalanched. Or he has an avalanche tracker on him. We can dig you guys up out of the avalanche. Okay, hold on, hold on. So if we look in the cave that we're in, is there any way to go farther in tunnels, like west? Uh, I want everybody to do an investigation. Oh, investigation, yeah. That means something's hiding. Dirty 20. (laughs) Good, because I suck. 14. Uh, Argraph? Vantage. <gasps> rock rock hiding. Ooh, it's not good enough. Those are two <laughs> terrible rolls. Oh no. Uh investigation, that's a six. Okay. You're uh you. <laughs> So who got over fifteen? I got a dirty twenty. So <laughs> Sam, as you're kind of looking you guys are kind of looking for more entrances and this is actually quite an open cavern like it's um it's the biggest thing you've been in so far it's probably like 120 feet by maybe like 80 feet 90 feet it's quite large um and as you're kind of looking for different ways out uh or to continue on you start to realize that some of the formations of the rocks are a little weird and you look at you kind of look up and and you notice like there's probably water runoff which is corroding and and wearing away some of the stone because again there's those you know the cracks in there again then there's even snow like on the bottom where the where the snow's kind of dripped down and it's it's like little pools of water but you notice that there are the faintest marks of like some sort of writing 
Um, and some of the carvings look like they're man-made even though they've been worn down to look a little bit more natural. And it looks like hundreds of years of wear um, in this area. So you are guessing that something used to ha like live down here. Maybe it was a community of some sort, but um, as you continue to look through the cavern, after you see like your first one that looks a little odd, you start looking more on the walls and different rock formations and you, you see what could have been like a, a chair. You see what looks like could have been like maybe some sort of an altar or, or counter or table or something along those lines. But the thing that's uh, off-putting is that there aren't human-sized they are quite a bit larger. And as you kind of take a step back and you look at it, you are realizing that this was possibly a home of some large humanoid of some sort. Larger than Argrath or Argrath size? Bigger. Bigger. <gasps> wow. Giants. I point this out. Do I recognize the writing? As Sam points at stuff, um, you do. You start to look at it and it's more primal or more ancient than the normal giant language, but it resembles it. So you're guessing whatever this was is what started the, the modern giant language. And you know that giants don't exist in this world. You've lived in the mountains for however long you've lived in the mountains, plus your ancestors and stuff. and Giants have never been a thing. You guys can speak giant, you know it's called giant, but you know you know that this is some ancient ancestry or ancient myth that your tribes have, that the Goliath tribes have known. And so as, again, Sam kind of points out the different pieces that she's kind of getting from this worn down rock, you're starting to put together in your head some of the myths that you've heard of you know, your clans, the, the Goliath clans originally came from giants, but at some point giants became extinct. Um, because of their size, they just couldn't survive uh, as as things became kind of more civilized and, and stuff. They're just, they, they slowly kind of became extinct until there was nothing. And then the Goliath clan um, were kind of the descendants of that almost almost like an evolution of giants. And because you guys are smaller, you're more capable of, of standing against, you know, how time has kind of moved forward, whereas giants just kind of became archaic and died out. So this is basically from my ancestors, you know, like people from a really long time ago, they graffitied on walls. So yeah, that's what that is. Can I cast Comprehend Languages and touch the writing what? and understand it? Mm -hmm. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You the words aren't the words aren't complete, so you're not entirely sure what it says. But the but you're guessing. So you cast Comprehend Languages with Argrath just from kind of figuring out what the letter forms are. You can almost read like the word like blessed. Um, you get like the TH at the end, and so you're guessing that it might have been some sort of an altar or something to Amaranth. Well, they had to get in here, and they were big. So there must be a way for us to get out, if this is here. That so makes sense. Search around and see if we can find a door. Let's do this. Yes. Can we 
knock on the wall to see if any of them feel hollow. Okay. Because so, then I can make an entrance happen if we can't, if it's stuck. You all go toward the edge of the walls and you start looking. And again, a lot of it's been um, worn away and flattened. But eventually you come across something and there's almost like a perfect vertical line going mm-hmm. straight up um, into the rock. And the more you kind of look at it, you're guessing that this used to be a door, but the the features of it have kind of been worn away with time. When you bang on it, it still feels like solid stone. Oh. Oh. Sam, can you, uh, can you fix this? Can you, like, make I can a try. Okay, I'm gonna cast stone shape. I'm going to see if I can make... It says I can shape a stone door. Mm-hmm. Would I be able to feel yeah, out? So basically, basically, it allows you to burrow into it and like yeah. pull and open up like a, like a like a cave. So could I kind of like going off of the vertical notch, mm-hmm. see if I can spread that to a door shape and push it yeah. open almost? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that. So you kind of. You find that little vertical, that little vertical line, um, and you push into it with your spell, and you start to almost like pull open um, a gap. And as you're kind of digging through uh, this stone to kind of shape this door, you do see a kind of see the darkness from the other side um, appear. Like so open whatever, air darkness. Yeah, open air darkness. Oh. So whatever, so whatever is beyond these is completely in darkness. It's fine for tall people, I'm sure. I'll go, walk right <laughs> in with my foot. <laughs> so you like squeeze your body through there, and yeah. you are in pitch dark. <laughs> Alright, so I'll go burning hands. Okay. Look around. So you are in a room that looks completely preserved and you see tables and chairs almost like a dining hall um so you see these stone uh tables and chairs set up and again they're huge you see as you kind of keep moving forward and like as you're walking by them like the like the leg of the chair is like your height kind of a thing as you're going by Um, but everything is perfectly preserved there's no deterioration but it looks like a almost like a um celebration hall or or a dining hall so you can even see like a large uh what might be like a hearth of some sort you get a mildewy scent so something might have rotted in here. Um, you can't tell you're too, again, cause you're on the ground. You can't see what's like on stuff really. But from the fire, you are guessing that whatever room this used to be has not seen air or light for millennia, um, but it's perfectly preserved. I found an old dining room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should check to see if there's another door out of this room. Can I cast... Should I cast Daylight on the table, guys? We won't be able to see up there. We'll have to climb up on a chair. No, the whole table will radiate light, basically. Uh, Yeah, but we still can't see up there. No, we'll still have to climb to the top of the table, but it'll throw light basically like around the entire room. 
Sure, that's a good idea. Then we can see a little better. Yeah. I mean, I will fly to the top of the table. (laughs) Okay, I touch the table leg and cast daylight on it. Wow. So a beam of radiant light emanates off this table and it lights up the entire room so brightly. and You guys can see everything. You see tapestries hanging on the wall. You see again the tables, the the stone benches and chairs, um, the the earth, hearth on the one far wall. Across on the other side, you see another stone door, but this one you can see the engravings, and you can um, it's a depiction of giant warriors facing off two, almost like two tribes facing off uh, against each other. It's this like the fact that it is just kind of been locked in this tomb of space where nothing has gotten into it so there's no deterioration is this perfect snapshot of what used to exist um and Argrath you are a little like taken aback because this is your history uh in this room I go and touch the words on the door maybe they say exit <laughs> see what it says you there are actually no words it's all it's just a depiction of like a oh, pictorial um, okay. of of warrior against warrior in a in a battle Argrath is just like stunned silent and taking it all in and you know trying to see if he recognizes anything from like the myths and stories he grew up with like trying to decide which side was the good side, which side's the evil side. <laughs> well, you know, you're knowing that right now, if this clan was on right under your feet, then they are obviously the good guys. It's true. But those other ones are like the ancestors of filthy bone shields. <laughs> Do is I say any- anything on the table? Yeah. Yeah, so as you go up and you see big metal platters and plates uh it looks like there's some toboggan (laughs) sorry there's some leftover food and stuff on it that have like that's like completely molded and decayed mostly so there's a little bit of a musty smell from that but it doesn't look like whatever was abandoned was abandoned in a hurry or anything like that it just looks like it was kind of locked away and then whatever happened to them happened to them so it wasn't sudden um, but there are little, again, little food bits, which is giving off a little bit of a smell. But overall, it looks it looks like it was well kept. But yeah, but you do see like some place settings. What kind of metal? Nimue, you're guessing that it's probably either silver or you're not entirely sure unless unless you want to get close and like determine exactly what kind of metal they're made out of. Should I? I, I, I feel like it's just a plate. A giant fork of silver would be a lot of money. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> but at the same time, how cool would it be to have a giant fork made out of silver? I know. That's our grass new sure. weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Giant trident. It's just a fork, man. Yeah. You're guessing because it's some, it's some sort of like silvery, it's like um, pan beaten metal. So there's a lot of like dents and stuff in it. But it's probably about like five times the size of like a normal uh, plate. Uh, it's it's quite large. So yeah, I could nice. use it as a toboggan if I really wanted to. If you really wanted to. Okay. Okay. So that option does still stand. <laughs> but yeah. if you carry it, it's going to be like 
Yeah. Like, it's gonna Turtle. be like a shield. Like a shield yeah. on your back, kind of thing, yeah. I say we try and open the door. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so you go to the other side, and again, there's there's the door, and you you know that it's, like, from what you're gathered, it's the same as the other one, it's probably five foot of solid rock, and it goes uh, basically about 30 feet, so it's going to be like a Argrath push. <laughs> to open Argrath! Yeah. Door, see if you can push it open. I'll help. Deal. I will also help. <laughs> so you guys press against this, and Argrath, you brace yourself, and you put all of your might into it, and it starts to crack and then slide open, and you get it open just enough for you guys to slip through. That door is heavier than I'm used to. Is it also pitch black in the next room? It is. Should I... How far does light go? Nims or Amanda? Daylight Uh, is 60. And then an additional 60. Is that table, like... Light is light into the room. Actually, it, a little it bit. should be because it's a little beam coming out, like a little. Yeah, thing. it's doing uh, a sixty-foot yeah. radius plus an additional dim light for sixty feet is daylight. So mine's twenty and twenty, so daylight does significantly more. I mean, Dovey and you have dark vision. I have dark vision. Yeah. I have dark vision. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just yes. a paragraph. Because yeah. <laughs> Sam can turn into something. Yeah, it can turn into something yeah. with dark vision. Yeah, what do we see? So you guys get go through the next um, through the next door, and it opens up into an even larger space, and you see carvings of giant humanoids in the wall, and uh, one in the center that's dressed in kind of like a warrior's gear, so you know some hide armor kind of like on its shoulder it has a makeshift crown on its head um has a great axe at its side and it's uh these sculptures and and carvings of these warrior kings on the wall and in front of it is kind of like a nice open uh area again everything is really well preserved um and you see see large flights of stairs um heading uh upward Yes. yes Argrath goes in front of one of the Warrior King statues, looks at his great axe, tilts his crown so it's kind of matching how it's positioned (laughs) on there, is absolutely trying to copy the pose a little bit. Maybe I'll become Warrior King. I gotta know how it looks, right? It does look like you. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's funny, it's a coincidence you have a crown and a great axe (laughs) just like this Warrior King. We should stay here. There's no, no, there, no one is alive. But it's got cool statues. We have to go save your village. Just yeah, like I feel like we, we can come back later if we, if we need mm-hmm. to get more encouragement from the warrior kings. We'll come back with the village and they can see that I should be warrior king. Especially when you solve the oh, yeah. problem of them dying. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I should do that. We should go up the stairs though. How big are these? Are these like stairs? Yeah. yeah how much effort do these stairs, stairs take for... to go up? They're gonna like like they're probably about three four feet high. I'll, I'll yeah, turn I'm... to Dubby and be like, with permission, can I just lift you to the next stair? Yes. 
you can just carry me up the stairs, I think. <laughs> There's well, no yeah. way I'm going to be able to do this. I'll just kind of bend down so Debbie can hop on my back and go that way. Uh, so you start to head up these large stairs and there's only there's actually only a handful of them and it comes off another little platform but you immediately see that uh there are there is a large rock probably some sort of a cave-in or something that happened here whether it's from the earthquakes or earlier you're not sure but moving any further across here it's going to be impossible uh unless you guys want to dig through a whole fuck ton of rocks (laughs) we do not want that no Oh, how are you we do, getting out of here? You do see other doors uh, off to the side, but these ones these ones are oddly smaller. They're more mm. they're more the size of like like a little bit bigger than Argra. Let's go. Let's do the left one. For some reason, in my mind, I imagine that's heading out more. <laughs> Is there a left one? <laughs> So you go and you push the stone, and this one's actually quite easy to open, so you hear the scraping of the stone against the ground. So you crack open this door, and it slides in, and you walk in, and you are immediately, as you open it, you're hit with the brightness of sun. Um, And you are in a room that is absolutely beautiful. There's like like a... woven red um, patterned rug. There's a bed on the side that's larger than an an average bed, but it's definitely our grass size. (laughs) And it's, it's like a, it's like a California King or an Alaskan King. Like it's huge. Um, There's like a table and stuff. Everything is immaculate in here. And right across from the door, there is a giant hole uh, or you're guessing was kind of a window was built out to the side of the mountain and there's like a little balcony on the outside um but most of it has been worn away um so it's so the room itself is moldy and mildewy um Mm. because it still has the air and the moisture coming in but the there's been no real damage to it so this has been so still so well hidden and as you go across and you kind of like gingerly look out the little the little balcony uh, making sure and part like most of the the railing has kind of been worn off or some where you can see like some of the supports and stuff used to be and you look out and you are looking directly again at that vista of uh, Amari so you can see like the rolling hills you can see below you there's like more mountain ranges but they're quite a bit lower than you and you're guessing that these were probably rooms that were built for guests. Oh, like little guests. Yeah. Right. Can we search the room to see if there's anything interesting in it? Yeah. So you search the room and again, everything is like really moldy, mildewy. Um, You go through some of the drawers and, and like the cabinets and stuff, but it looks like whatever was here was completely cleaned out. And even just as you're going through the different spaces, it looks like these were purposely sealed because it, again, it doesn't look like people, like you don't see any leftovers of bodies or whatever. So whatever happened to the giants, they purposely closed everything up. It's almost like they closed everything up, went off and died. Yeah. Oh. 
Hmm. We can't get out this way, though. Well, should we check the other door? Yes. I guess we could try to go off the balcony. How was the drop off the balcony? <laughs> there's a bit of a there's a bit of a sheer drop that goes down, but you're guessing probably about 50, 60 down. It goes down to like another rocky, like side of the mountain. So it's like a bit of a sheer drop, and then it goes down to more of a a rocky slope. Let's see if there's an easier way to get up in that door. Okay. Check that other door? Yeah, let's check the other door. So you have We across. keep saying easier way to mountain climb, but at some point in time, we're just going to have to accept the fact that we're going to have to mountain climb, I think, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe if there weren't earthquakes. <laughs> yeah, <avalanche>. constantly. <laughs> Making avalanches on all the paths. Ooh, that's yeah. a good point. We could see outside. What time of day is it? Right now, it's it's still like probably like mid afternoon. Okay. Um, probably closer to dinner time. Okay. Yeah. That's good. We know now. Okay. We have some time. Because um, yeah. the sun, the both suns are still in the sky. So you go into the other room, and it's very similar, but this one doesn't actually have a window because it's it's facing it's still in toward the mountain. So the room itself is actually really really well preserved. So the you know, you see tapestries that are just these beautiful, almost like um, what we would consider to be almost like Celtic kind of thing. So it all, it feels like they were primitive, but like borderline civilized. So they obviously had some sort of weavers um, or they gathered these from other cultures. Who knows? Like maybe they were gifts from other people. You're not sure. But the bed is still in perfect condition. There's no... It's a little bit musty because the air is stale, but the there's no molding, there's no mildewing. It's again that that per- perfectly entombed yeah. uh, space. Oh, I guess we're gonna have to do the drop, climb up. Did we bring our climbing stuff? We did. We did. Yes. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do that. Do you want to? Should we? What do you want to do? Do you want to wait the night out? Or, I don't know if we should be outside with that rumbling in the dark. I think we should probably do it during the day. I think we should wait the night. I got proper sized beds. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> proper sized to sleep in a giant probably. sized yeah. bed. Yeah, <laughs> we could totally and sleep in this musty room. It's not mildewy or anything. And they, don't you the other have ones digitation? But... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the other one was like exposed to the elements. This yeah. one is nice. So yeah, I'll press the vegetation, the things, yeah. make it less crusty. Yeah. You just cast light on everything, like bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> torch, so, torch it up. I yes. have like torches, some torch holder in the wall or something. Yeah, so we can have guys... like a nice night. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You guys have like you got like a little bit of scratches from going through the the tunnels. Uh, w, your hair is a mess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> past caring. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, you manage you manage to um, close. There's like a little there's like a little hand notch um, on this side, so you manage to pull the door closed. Um, I guess you would have you would have pushed it close because you pushed it on the other side, so you pushed it on this side. But you you close it down just to kind of give yourself a nice closed off space. And Argrath, you get 
into that bed and you're kind of like sitting on it and it uh for being however many hundreds of years old it's it's really like it's just like a down kind of comforter but the cover is really nice and it is probably the most comfortable bed you have ever been in <laughs> considering the size uh <laughs> oh yeah other than i think the one in ebron the one in ebron was like the last time that you you really slept in anything that's meant for you this is nice shadow jumps up next to you oh yeah there we go buddy there we go <laughs> <laughs> me too i jump up too yeah there's oh. only the one bed <laughs> <laughs> Everybody shares the bed. So the now giant bed. Arkrath is less comfortable because he I know he's like I'm not just back on the floor again. Yeah. <laughs> but you you eat some food, you have each other's company for the evening and just knowing that you are momentarily in a safe space gives you a nice dreamless rest. As the night goes on, you hear the rumbling again, and it's much stronger now, but whatever fortifies this area, um, you feel it, uh, but it doesn't, you know, you you can't hear falling rocks. Like you just feel like you're in this little bubble of safety right now. And that is where we'll end it today. To listen to the continuing adventures of Argrath, Dovey, Nimue, and Sam, Make sure to follow Bad Rolls, Worst Decisions on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast provider. You can also follow us on Instagram at brwdpodcast, all one word, or visit our new website, brwdpodcast.com. Until next time, Bad Rollers.